Welcome. You're about to listen to the Word of Empowerment with Reverend Prosper Asamwa, the Senior Pastor of Love Sanctuary International. Now, the sermon. Father, we thank you for your awesome presence in this place. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst and for what you are about to do. We know that you are here. We are confident and know that you are here. And you, you don't come and just go for nothing. When you come, you do something. You deposit, you touch us, you change us. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We worship you for your presence. Thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for your presence. Thank you this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the lives of your children. We've gathered in your name. We've gathered in your place. We've gathered to hear of you. Speak to us. Even in this atmosphere of deep anointing. Speak to us. Let our lives change, Lord. Let us know you more. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Celebrate Jesus with a clap. Have a seat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you. I welcome you all to church this morning. It's always nice to see you. And I welcome our listeners on Tidy FM 99.1. Stay tuned in. This is Love Sanctuary coming to you from Anaji. We, we believe in God, we love God, we love one another, and we love you. Here, we demonstrate the love of God. Hallelujah. So if you are tuning, keep tuning. Don't leave, don't change your dial. Stay there. And those of us who are in church, in person, let's tune our minds, tune our hearts to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to speak on a topic I've entitled, The Spirit of Truth. The spirit of truth. Very often, when God is giving me a sermon, he, tells, he, he gives me the objective. He talks to me about the objective that he wants to achieve, that he wants the message for the day to achieve. What change? Repentance. Repentance doesn't mean uh, sinning and stopping, but change of mind. How he, he wants our minds to change. Uh, this one is for the cleaning of the way, the preparing the way for, for the power of God to work in our individual lives and to work in as, as a church. Hallelujah. So this is to clean the way. The spirit of truth, we all know, is the Holy Spirit. If you don't know, I'll read some scriptures. You guys know the spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. Shall we go? Shall we start? John chapter 16 from verse 12. Jesus had stayed with the disciples. He has lived with them. He has lived around Jerusalem for so many, for, for so many years and for the three years he was with them. But he knew that his time was coming and he had to go. A time will come, he has to, he has to die and ascend into heaven. Rise up and ascend into heaven. He knew. But he knew that his kingdom was not coming to an end. The kingdom will continue. So whilst he was here, he was, administrator, he was an administrator of the kingdom of God around the limited uh, physical area that he could occupy. But he was going and he was going to send another administrator. The other administrator will have a bigger physical area, the whole earth, to administer. And the administrator had a, a, a way of operating which is different from the way that Jesus operated. 
So he had to introduce that administrator and tell them that this, I'm going, but when I go, I'll send a new administrator. That administrator, when he comes, this is how he is. This is who he is. This is how he's going to operate. And that's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. John chapter 16 from verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Even me as a human being, there are so many things I can say to the people who are close to me, but I know that when I say it, they can't bear it. It's like a prophet is talking to you. He said, listen, I know this problem is from your mother's side. Uh, your mother did this and that and that. And before he could give you the answer, something happens and he goes away. The only thing you've heard is that it's your mother. That will bring, bring trouble in your family forever. But if, because you cannot bear that information because you don't have the answer. So Jesus said, I have things to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. There are some things that we, we cannot bear because we cannot handle the situation. We cannot handle the matter when we hear it before we mature. There are things you don't tell your children. How much money you have, how much debt you owe, what, what pains you go through, you cannot tell your children because they cannot bear it. At the right time, you tell them. When you tell them, it will destroy them. If you tell them you have so much money, they will, they will, they will have some pictures in their mind. They will, they will start thinking how they will spend their money. Hallelujah. So there's something. If you tell them you, are, you don't have money and you, are, you depress them and it will affect their psyche and their, and their confidence. So there are some things you cannot see. Jesus said, there are things I want to tell you. There are many things I have to tell you. But I can't tell you now. When the, but you cannot bear them now. Verse 2 says, verse 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you things that are to come. So he was calling the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. Truth means truth. It's not that he only speaks truth, but he is truth. That is his nature. That is how he was created. That was who he is, his truth. Say, so he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said to you, he will take what is mine and declare it to you. There are things that God wants to declare to us. And we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will take from God and declare it to us. He will declare truth. Truth is truth. That's the spirit of, I will define this truth for you. But it also includes the absence of falsehood, the absence of lies, the absence of pretense. But it's deeper than that. So Jesus was introducing this new administrator to them. For example, let me give you an example. In Jesus' time, they didn't need to fast. When they were with him, they didn't need to fast. He said, uh, they, somebody was complaining, John's disciples were complaining that your people don't fast. He said, look, the bridegroom is with them. They don't need to fast. When the bridegroom is there, it's celebration. So in Jesus' time, when Jesus was around, they didn't, the disciples didn't need to fast. Because he was with them. But when the bridegroom goes away, then you must fast. So it's that there are differences in administration between Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's the same spirit, but difference in administration. When Jesus was there, when you have a problem, you want to go, go is this this man who sinned? Or his parents who sinned? That's why he's sick. You go and ask. You don't need to fast. But Jesus is no more here. You are with the Holy Spirit. That's why you need to fast and pray. And the Holy Spirit revealed to you. 
So fasting is part of our Christianity, and we are going to be known as a fasting church. Hallelujah. Amen. Not fasting that brings ulcer, but fasting that brings solutions. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll fast reasonable. We'll fast with, we'll fast and get the power. We'll learn it and we'll fast regularly. Hallelujah. So Jesus was introducing the Holy Spirit, and this is what he said. He called him the Spirit of Truth. Now let me tell you about Spirit in the in the in, in, in scriptures and. For, for we Africans, there are some things that we know that later we go and find in the scriptures. We know already, we see, when it comes to spiritual things, we know some things. We don't know how to explain them, but then we go to the scriptures to find them. Spirits are defined predominantly. There are spirits, but spirits are defined predominantly by their character or their impact. Are you aware? The spirit of infirmity, spirit of poverty. The spirit of infirmity is it just makes you weak, it makes you sick, it makes you ill. It is a spirit, but its predominant character is to bring sickness on you. So it's called spirit of infirmity. So spirits are identified by, are defined also by what they do or their impact. And the spirit of poverty. You go to a family, nobody has to tell you that this, this family has a spirit of poverty. It is there. Get ready for an extraordinary experience at Love Sanctuary International. It's the Abundant Life Conference 2023, an experience of the power of God through worship and the ministering of His Word. Theme, multiply. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, Having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Abundant blessings await us. It's taking place at the Love Sanctuary International Church Auditorium from 18th to 22nd December 2023 at 6 p.m. each night and climaxes on Sunday, 24th December 2023 at 8 o'clock a.m. Don't miss out. Come. Come with your family, come with your friends. And there are many other spirits that work in different ways. There are spirits, spirits that determine how long the family, the lineage, they can go, how, how old they can become. And that's it. There's a ceiling. There are spirits that do various things. And also, spirits can be defined by the territory in which they, they are. There are some spirits that are in a particular territory. I lived in Accra for 45 years of my life before I moved here. And the spirits in Accra are different from the spirits here. The spirits here, when God opened my eyes, and I, apart from opening my eyes to see, the things I've experienced, in this town, there's a spirit in this city, and we are aware, spirit of pull him down, spirit of backbiting, undermining, gossip, the spirit of breaking, destroying relationships, destroying churches. It's a spirit that is here. So spirits are defined by their territory in which they live. And there are some areas, there are some people, the areas to the spirit of lust. And if you don't take care, those spirits can have dominion over you. 
You may have the Holy Spirit, but those spirits can interfere and affect you. So Jesus sent the spirit of what? Spirit of truth. The spirit of truth, his predominant nature is truth. Truth. That he will reveal the truth to you. He will speak the truth to you. And the truth is not the, necessarily the fact that has happened. The truth is what is in the spiritual realm that God has ordained for you. And that is the truth. And he'll reveal it to you. He's the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. That is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So you see that the spirit of truth is, is the spirit of Jesus. If you, you can put it that way. It's the spirit of God. The three are one. Truth. I want to explain something about truth. Then I'll come to our, the practicals of how we use truth. It's important we have the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth that overcomes the spirit of this world. But let's read 1 John chapter 5, verses 2 8. I want you to have this craving and this desire for the Holy Spirit because it is by Him only that we shall overcome. Hallelujah. Our nation, there's a spirit in our nation, a spirit of greed, corruption, and we, we now we are struggling who to which corrupt person to vote for. We vote for them. It's a spirit that is in our politics. We had hope some seven years ago. We have lost hope. Now you look which is uh, the worst of the two. But it's a spirit in our nation. It's a spirit. Now it has become a spirit. You can do something for a long time, it becomes a spirit. A spirit takes over, and now it, it's, it's out of your control. That's what has happened to us. John chapter, I'm not a politician. I'm a pastor. First John chapter 5, verse 6 to 18. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only. Give me verse 5 first. Let me just read verse 5. I don't have it in my notes. Give me verse 5. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Then you overcome the world. Amen. The spirits of this world, you overcome them because you have the spirit of truth. Say amen. amen. Great. Verse 6 says, this is he that, over, that came by water. Jesus is the one who came by water and blood. Even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that beareth witness because the spirit is truth. Truth is very important. Let's make truth one of our values in life. Because without truth, you'll be hindering the Holy Spirit from working in your life. So it says that Jesus came by the blood, by water and the blood. And the spirit bore witness. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. When Jesus was baptized, he was put into water. So he came by water. The three were present. Jesus, the Word. The, the verse says, uh, for there are three that bear the word. The word is Jesus. He was present at his baptism. And then God was present because God spoke that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. God spoke. So God was present. And the spirit came in the form of a dove over him. So the three of them were present to bear witness. Say in heaven these three bear witness. Read verse 7 again for better understanding. 
For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So when Jesus was baptized and, the, and, Jesus, and God spoke and the, and, the, and the Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove. Holy Spirit is not a dove. He came in the form of a dove. It bore witness. It was recorded. It was stamped. Because the three bore witness. Then verse 8. It says, and there are three that bear witness in earth. So three bear witness in heaven. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They bear witness, they bear witness in heaven. And then on earth, there are three that bear witness. The spirit, the water, and the blood. So that the spirit is, is part of the heaven system and it's also part of the earthly system. The, the spirit bears witness in heaven and it bears witness on earth also, the Holy Spirit. It's our connection between heaven and earth. When Jesus was baptized in water, okay, on earth, when he died, on the cross, when he was on the cross, his blood touched the ground. When the blood of Abel touched the ground, Abel was an innocent man. When his blood touched the ground, what happened? He spoke. He had words. He spoke. He spoke, and it was heard in heaven. The blood of Abel, an innocent man. But when the blood of Jesus, the righteous man, fell on the earth, there was earthquake. Because the blood spoke in heaven. The centurion who was there, who was spoken, he has seen many, 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 uh, how do you call it, crucifixions. But when there was earthquake and there was darkness and everything, he said, no, this one is different. This is a righteous man. The, the blood spoke. The curtain in the, in, the, in the temple tore into two. Why? Because the blood bore witness that he is the son of God. So the Holy Spirit bears witness on earth. We can't do without the Holy Spirit. So what is truth? Truth is the ability of the Holy Spirit to bear witness about a thing that our senses cannot capture. There are some things that when you connect with the Holy Spirit, you get to know you get to know, you know that this is possible. You get to know that this is where I must go. You get to know, but when, by your senses, by your, your natural senses, mm -hmm, it's impossible. But your spirit of truth reveals what is in God to you. Let's go to the beginning, the first scripture. It says, Verse 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So for us to survive, for us to make progress, for us to get what God has prepared for us, we must have the spirit of truth. That's the Holy Spirit. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Let me tell you how the Holy Spirit works. In our natural minds, in our natural mind, we see the thing, or we read about it, and we want to do it, or we want to go there. But the Holy Spirit will reveal something to you. When it, reveals, it can be by revelation, it can be by dream, it can be by vision, it can be by just knowing. I know that, listen, I am not somebody who should be able to attempt to start a home sale. Me, my, my nature, my, my, my own self, my natural self, born again self. I, 
I didn't qualify to even start a home sale. But when the truth was revealed to me that I should start a church, it is truth. My, 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 my stammering and my, and my heart, my heart was not good. If I say I was not a bad man. But I was impatient. I can't stand mediocrity. I can't stand the right is here and they are doing the wrong. I can't stand. Those are the sort of things. It's not that I'm too difficult. The right thing must be done. I didn't qualify. But when I just knew, after a few, a long time of prayer, I prayed. I prayed for a while. I was praying for other things, for money, cash, because I was broke. I was praying for cash. But as I was praying for cash, I had this truth in me that I should start a church. So every Sunday, Pastor Ado and I will go to the beach and go and pray. We're just, we're just praying. And I had that truth in me. But my natural senses cannot capture it. Couldn't capture that thing. It took time. It took time for it to be revealed gradually. 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 And I'm still getting a lot of revelations about it. That is truth. There are some things in my life, I'll give you those examples. There are some things in my life that I'll be able to achieve without that my natural mind will not. Anybody around me say, how did he do it? How did he do it? I did it because of the spirit of truth. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, you need the spirit of truth to reveal the thing to you. And he says, he will speak to you, he will declare to you the things that are to come. The things that are to come, he will reveal them to you. That's why we say our prophetic in the new covenant is to confirm the things that you already know inside your spirit. If it's not in your spirit and you have not seen a glimpse of it, the prophet is not the one coming to tell you that you will be an accountant in the future. When yourself, you don't have, no. You must have a, an inkling, know something is about to happen. Then the prophet will confirm. Then he says, ah, it's true. I have it. Hallelujah. The spirit of truth is what God has given to us to reveal to us the things that are to come. Not unnecessary things that sometimes we think about, but deep things of the spirit. Deep things of God. Because whatever he says must glorify God. There are great things in you. I'm teaching you this so that you get connected with the Holy Spirit. We, we can't live without the Holy Spirit. Jesus, we gather because of Jesus. He's our Lord, he's our Savior. But he left us the Holy Spirit to be the connection, to guide us into all truth, to lead us, to speak to us. He will take from Jesus and give it to us. And so we need the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. Truth is, is, is that thing that your mind or your natural senses cannot capture, but which the Holy Spirit reveals to you. Am I speaking to somebody? The Holy Spirit is truth. Okay, let's read John 14, 16 to 17. And John chapter 14. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Hallelujah. The spirit of truth, the world cannot receive. That is why when the Holy Spirit inspires you to do something, people will despise you. 
people will not understand. People will be saying negative things. People will try to laugh, mock you. But it's the Holy Spirit. Because the world cannot understand. That's when you take the Bible and you come to church every Sunday. You are coming to rehearsal. You are coming to work in the house of God. You are, you are, you are talking to people about Jesus and things. The people don't understand. Because they don't have the Holy Spirit. The world cannot receive it. There are spirits in this world and there's the Holy Spirit. And many people are being controlled by the spirits of this world and they're not aware. And sometimes we, even we Christians, even though we have the Holy Spirit with us, we allow ourselves to be influenced by the other spirits. And it becomes a hindrance for the work of the Spirit. It hinders us. It hinders the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will have to work in the atmosphere of truth. But then there's this negative spirits that are working around, it, it hinders the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be hindered. He, 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 he's, he's hindered. Because you are not complete, completely working in an environment of truth. It says, he dwells with you and he will be in you. We can have the Holy Spirit with us, but we should have it in us. And he will not be competing with other spirits, other influences. Yes, we must grow. Our mind must be renewed. But our spirit must be firm. The spirit of truth will not operate in an environment or a heart of falsehood. It's important that we know that falsehood will not allow the Holy Spirit to work. And sometimes our problem, in fact, our problems on earth, our issues on earth, the things that we expect God to do and we think he's not doing, it is not that God is not faithful. It's not that God hasn't got the ability or God has refused. And most of the times, because we ourselves have not developed our, uh, uh, developed our spirit to, to be able to receive from God. And I'm teaching this so that we can be able to receive from God. You will receive from God. You will receive from God. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you actually are hearing my voice, I'm dealing with that spirit of falsehood that has been influencing you. And we'll talk about it a little. John chapter 8, verse 44. It says, you are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when we lie, we are doing the will of the devil. Because the devil has no truth in him. So we cannot have in living a life, a double life. You cannot have a double life. And expect that the Holy Spirit will do something in your life. You are hindering or discarding the Holy Spirit. You know if I say double life. You know that this life that you lead is not in line with the Holy Spirit. You know. You come and pretend that you are a Christian and then, and then you pray, you do what, you come to your destiny hour, whatever, you do everything. And, but sometimes we cannot do it. Listen, you don't love the guy. You don't love the guy. And you are pretending you love him. And you are doing all those things and the, so, that, so that he will marry because of his money, because of his fame, because of what? You know, it will not work. You will suffer. You are a thief. You are stealing from your boss. You are stealing. You are stealing from your boss and you expect God to bless you, to increase you, to multiply, to promote you. No. 
The spirit of truth. He knows all things. You are in the church. You come to church and you, you even give your first fruit. You, you do, but still, you, go, you, you are saying negative things about the leadership, about the pastor. You are saying negative things about your, your group leader. You are, you are always undermining and gossiping negatively about, about them. You don't have the spirit of truth. You are doing the work of your father, the devil. Then you expect solutions. There are some of the issues is outside our scope. But there are some that are within our scope. You are in church. You, you, you could be in leadership. You could be, you, you, are, you have a heart that is against the direction of the church. You, are, you, you know. It's a spirit. You know that you have a heart that's against the direction. And yet, you are in. You, you say, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It, we must live in an atmosphere that the Holy Spirit will be able to operate. And that atmosphere is the atmosphere of truth. Pastor, I don't like what you are doing. What you did, it offended me. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry. Or, no, I did this because of that and that and that. Okay. Then we leave it and then we go. But you have the thing in your heart. And yet you come around. I want to clean the church a little. I'm doing some uh, uh, house cleaning. It's <laughs> this in your heart. Maybe in the choir. You, you want to sing. And the same people are singing every day. You think that. And you are, you are not happy. You are, you are annoyed in your heart. Repent. <laughs> Hallelujah. It could be in your home. Talk to your parents. Tell them, okay, we know we are, we are, this is an adult church. But allow your children to talk to you. Let them tell you what they are going through. Otherwise, they will keep it in their hearts. And the Holy Spirit won't be able to work with them. If you are too hard and too difficult and that they cannot tell you this, this, this is what I'm going through, this is what I've done, this is what I'm, I want to do, it will, it, will, it will restrict them. And then they will have some pain in their heart. That's why we're not supposed to have bitterness in our heart because it restricts the Holy Spirit. Spirit is the spirit of truth. Don't be a hypocrite. You see, Jesus came, he was fighting the hypocrites. He was fighting them from beginning to every day. He was insulting them, telling them, because hypocrisy cannot work with the spirit of God. And many of us have become experts in hypocrisy. Listen, Christianity is synonymous to hypocrisy. That's what I've come to notice. Because you don't want to offend anybody or because uh, you, you want to look holy, so you don't say it. So, but in your heart, it is there. You are saying it in your heart. I know a certain man who there's a, a, a natural fact he didn't want to accept. Then he said, anytime you say, I, I've insulted you in my heart, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I've insulted you in my mind. He, he's, uh, he's older than his auntie. He's older than his auntie. And so he finds it difficult to call her his auntie. So, <laughs> so when the auntie says, I'm your auntie, call me auntie. He said, no. <laughs> then you say, I've insulted you in my mind. Because you have insulted a person in your mind, but you are pretending. No. This is on the lighter side. You must. The devil started from the beginning. You know, the spirit of truth was there before the spirit of lies came. In the beginning, God was operating in truth before the devil came and told lies to uh, Eve and eventually to Adam. So lies cannot it's not older than truth. 
and truth will always override lies. That's the thing I want you to take home. That truth will always override lies. The spirit of lies, the spirit of gossip, the spirit of backbiting, the spirit of lust, the spirit of stealing, the spirit of undermining, that spirit, you may think that you are ruling or you are enjoying something now, but truth will expose it. Truth will expose it. So if you have the spirit of truth, you, don't, you know that eventually you will win. I try to walk in the spirit of truth, and I pray that you will all walk in the spirit of truth. When you walk in the spirit of truth and people are undermining you, people are doing things, they can conspire, they can do anything against you, but you have the confidence that the God that you serve, that spirit of truth, will save you at the end. He will save you at the end. It doesn't matter. In your workplace, let them do anything they are doing. Do any negative thing they are doing. But you walk in truth. Eventually, you see their end. That's the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit that we have is not a docile spirit. It's, it's, it means it's not it's just that passive. It's just there and anything. No. He is powerful. He is forceful. He, 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 he can break down things. But he defends his people. He stands. When he stands, lies will fall off. Hallelujah. I want you to go for the spirit of truth. Take the spirit of truth. going to help you. It says, my little children, 1 John 4, 4 to 6, you are from God and have overcome them. For, who, for he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world. And the world listens to them. But we are from God. Say, I'm from God. It says, whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever does not, is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know that the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So there's a spirit called the spirit of error, which is opposing to the spirit of truth. And the spirit of error is one of the things I've talked about, the hypocrisy and, and the, those negative things that we do. It's a spirit of error. Once you are not walking in truth, you are walking in error. And error is error. You'll be marked wrong. You'll get zero over ten. It's error. And error will not stand the test of time. We are here. Look, there are some, there are some where, when they have issues, when they have problems in life, instead of going to the spirit of truth, sometimes we are here, but they will pass a corner and go and consult some spirit be. They know it's wrong. They know it's against the Holy Spirit. They know. Then they come and come and stand as if uh, they come and pretend that they are, they are still with the Holy Spirit. And they know. Sometimes I know. I'm just quiet. They go, they, they go, they go and connect. They go, they go. Or they send money to the uncle. But they still come to church. They could be church workers, they could be elders, deacons, whatever. But they do it. But if God reveals to me, I'll be quiet. Who am I to confront you and say, I didn't see you going? The spirit of truth will deal with you at the right time. He will deal with you. I'm telling you now, if you are in such a person who, who has been dabbling in other things, stop. Because eventually, truth will stand. Yeah. And sometimes, you see people fall away. Ah, to them, saying things. You see people fall away. It's not because of anything. It's because they are living lies. And the spirit of truth, when it stands, you hit it, you fall. You hit it, you fall. They will fall. They will be pretending to be strong, to be, uh, but 
See how the spirit of truth stands? They will fall off. I'm on air. Sometimes you're in a group and somebody falls away. Then you say the person who is in the, the people in the group, they've done something. Sometimes they've not done anything. It's the person who is wrong, who cannot stand the truth, who cannot stand the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the truth. is the one that goes away. Sometimes they go away. Don't, don't feel bad. Some, some friends will have to leave you. Some friends have to go away. When you stand for the truth, some friends will have to go away so that you'll be free. The spirit of truth. That's what Jesus left for us. He says, I'm going, but I'll send you a comforter. Maybe one day I'll talk about a comforter too. I'll send you a comforter. The spirit of truth. When he comes, he will take from me and give it to you. He will show you the things to come. He will guide you into all truth. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. For more inspiring messages like this, search for Prosper Asamwa on your podcast. You are also invited to worship with us in person on Sundays at 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for the love experience. On Tuesdays, be a part of our Destiny R service, teeming with testimonies about the power of God from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can locate Love Sanctuary at Anaji of the Ntankofu Road, a few meters from the Queen of Peace School. Love Sanctuary International, manifesting the love, wisdom, and the power of God.